The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I too to listen to the power of water that is facing our earth and the problems we're having worldwide. This radio talk show is the only one that we know about worldwide that is discussing the focus of the seriousness of water. We've been on for six years. We want you to join us, add to our uh, momentum, and let's find a moment here to think about what we can do as an audience to bring the attention to what is happening to the crisis of water, fresh water. Now, 97% of the earth is salt water. 3% is fresh water but only 1% is usable. And our population is growing every day, every week. And with that population growing and uh, our modern ways are growing, our modern cultures are growing, that we want to be able to flush the toilet, wash our hands, drink 8 to 10 glasses of fresh, clean, safe water, And then the other one today, I was listening to the news as I was getting ready to go to work this morning, and one fire department arrived to a scene here in the United States and could not even fight the fire. There was not enough water. They had to drag their hoses from four blocks away because there was not enough water at the location. It was not There was not enough power in the water, enough water to be able to fight the fire. Now, as you know, we've been talking about this for six years now on this show, and the focus is the crisis. And as we're growing as a planet, living in the solar system, it is so important that we take serious, fresh water and drinking that a day. What do you think will help you? feel better and help your allergies and your common colds and and give you immunity protection. And they have all of these diets out there. Did you know that I have a friend who lost 200 pounds and he stuck to nothing but water in the past few years? And he lost a lot of that weight by sticking to the water. He lost that weight. Drinking a lot of water every day was what he said helped him lose over 200 pounds. Now, what are we going to do with the freshwater crisis that's going on on Earth? We need to, as an audience, join together and get serious. And we bring on focuses on the show to bring on our health, our food. Well, food needs to be grown. Water helps food grow. Water in the humidity. And the breath you're living in is the breath of life is water in the air. You've got to have that water in the air 
provided because of water on the surface of the earth to put moisture, humidity in the air, keep the humidity attracting from the, the, the universe we're living in. Because if you don't have that water, your organism will die, will become the desert sand, the moon. And why is there exploration going on to see if we want Earth to last forever? But it's always going to be the number one, water. Water is the crisis. The most, if you want to talk about green, get put number one priority, water, number one in your life. Did you know that 46% of people on Earth do not have water pipe to their homes? And this burden is serious. And did you know that women are having to carry for their families to live? Uh, the, the shoulder that jug of water, that urn of water, and walk 3.7 miles of water to walk that a day to bring water to their homes. And the, did you know that over 5,000 children are dying a day because they don't have water? And they're depending upon the rest of us who have the ability to make sure that Earth has enough water, fresh water to drink. And their mommies are having to, I'm calling them mommy, are having to watch that baby die only because it didn't have fresh, clean, safe water. What do you think malaria is and all these diseases? What is immunity protection? Water. So join us today. We're excited about our guests. I was really looking forward to both of these people. We've got Heidi Thompson. She's the author of Calm, Focused Joy. And we're going to learn how to breathe. You need to learn to breathe. And if you don't know how to breathe, today when we're all done, we're going to help you with her new book, her book out, The Power of Breath and Awareness, how important your breathing is to you. Our second guest is, and, and by the way, Heidi is from Canada, British Columbia. Hi, Allie Einstein is from the U.K., United Kingdom, England, and she writes a feature column called Get Living or Get Dying. And I agree with both of these people that there's a way to breathe, but there's also a way to live. Or if you decide you want to give up, what are you going to do? Say goodbye? I don't, I, at the end of my show every day, every week, I say don't say goodbye. You leave yourself behind with something for everybody else to enjoy. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with Just a Mist. Did you know that the surface of your eye is 99% natural water in the tear film over the eye that nature provided you? In the aqueous layer, you can go to our website at SharonKleina.com and look up Nature's Tears Eye Mist and you'll learn about your tear film on your eye. What causes your your exhaustion? What causes when you're sitting at the, uh, at the computer and you're glaring and all of a sudden you get blurry-eyed and you feel like you're ready to take a, a nap or you're getting tired? The eyes, the eyes are glaring at that computer. Your eyes are your vision, your focus of everything about your health. But at the surface of your eye, there's 99% water, and the moisture in the air, the humidity today, is not enough. But the supplement of Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist, 100% tissue culture-grade water, can provide you that supplement and that soothing feel that you will love. We'll listen to our sponsor with Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be right back with Heidi.
listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Heidi, are you with us? Yes, hello, Sharon. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. Um, I was really excited about you being on today, and I hope you can come back on because it is impossible to be able to discuss today and get the audience really into what you've been doing here. Tell us about, you know, I'm so, I've been studying dehydration Mm -hmm. for over 30 years and the company that I'm the founder of, Biologic Aqua Research, and studying the water of the world and and the dehydration of the body and the earth and more, loss of water loss, um, is so into the breath. And I'm a believer that you're right on, Heidi, if people don't know how to use their breath. Tell us how you got involved in learning how breathing is so important to our everyday health. Well, uh, the breath technique that I'm writing about in the book is called breath awareness. Mm -hmm. So it's actually not a breathing technique where you use your will to change your breath. It's not deep breathing because all those exercises are very good. But this is a specific one where you're actually developing your awareness of breath, mm-hmm. which is a little different than uh, breathing mm-hmm. exercise, but it, it does rejuvenate your body and you will end up breathing better. Mm-hmm. No, no, you will, because it's your attitude. It's everything to be with your outlook on life. Yes. And, and okay, well, tell us how you got involved, because as we're talking, everyone, I would really like everybody to know that, and, and, and you t- to know where I'm coming from, is that when you're breathing every day, that in and out breathing that we take for granted, it is vital to your every everything to do with your attitude and your outlook in life. If you don't know how to breathe, you're you're going to be the body and the skin, Heidi, are going to be tight as a drum. So what you're <laughs> going to teach us is how to keep that breath awareness to where we have our attitude and our outlook is being calmed and relaxed. So, but tell us how you got started in this. Okay, well. Um, I've been uh, doing breath awareness for 30 years, and I started by taking a a 10-day course, a meditation course, which taught breath awareness as the preliminary exercise to strengthen the mind and develop focus. Mm -hmm. So breath awareness, as I teach it in the book, it develops um, your concentration skills, 
and it also, like you were saying, when you are aware of breath and when you're breathing, it also has a powerful effect on your mind. So it helps reduce stress, and it, it calms the mind, and it also promotes overall health. So just by being aware of your breathing, you're changing your your physical environment. Oh, it and does. I learned it 30 years ago. Well, and explain that for the people to understand. How, you know, when that baby was born and then arrived in that delivery room, the baby had no water around anymore, and all of a sudden that air in the delivery room, the humidity in the delivery room, that awareness in their, their first breath. Well, the, we start breathing, and usually we're unconscious of it for years, and when I start teaching children and I get them to direct their attention towards their breathing, for some of them it's the first time that they've actually taken the time to be aware <laughs> of breathing. And so even though we breathe all the time, we're not aware of it, and that causes a lot of problems. Uh, well, nature the- made it possible for us to breathe, and why would nature do that? Because the oxygen and the circulation, the detoxification of the skin and taking the tension off the body, it's all like the earth has its breath. The earth has its breath, breath too. So we take the nature of earth and how it goes about its breath. Then we take the nature of human species, all species on life, how they take that breath of life to be able to uh, detoxify and and take the tension off of the skin and the organs of the body and have a clear mind of, so you're not so emotionally tied up in a, a ripcord. In other words, you're, you're relaxed. And people right. wonder, why am I not relaxed? Well, you don't right. understand your own breath, right, Heidi? Right. I think for your listeners, I think it would be interesting for them to, to sort of know kind of where I'm coming from because a lot of them are in, are knowledgeable about deep breathing and, and how it can clean out your body and get rid of toxins. But very few people understand the power of sitting quietly and just observing your breath as it is. It's, it's quite different. And maybe if I explain it... But yes, let's do. Yeah, yes, okay, because it's so different that a lot of people think, oh, this is a breathing exercise, but actually it's an awareness exercise. There we go. Okay. And so we'll we'll go through the steps a little bit to clarify it because it, it there's a misconception about breath awareness. So in this technique, this is specifically uh, to develop focus and inner knowledge, and through doing that, of course, you become more in tune with your health, and then, of course, you become in tune with the the world's health. And just like water is the basic. Uh, component that we you know we're made of and we need to survive a, a clear clean mind is also probably our most important resource and i mention in my book that if your mind is not clear and strong our environment will reflect the problems of our mind so breath awareness will help focus the mind strengthen the mind and develop clear thinking, and when you when you experience this inside your body, you are going to want your external environment also to be clean and pure. So it does spill over into our environment, and you're very much into water and the importance of water, and I'm very much into the importance of a strong mind 
so that we can protect our world and our water and the things that are important. And what we put in our body will will destroy our inner environment. So we have to be very careful and also teach our children to to develop the mind so that we can be strong individuals. So it's, I, I'm sort of beating around the bush. No, that's but, okay. I, I think we followed you. And, yeah. and there's another thing, too, about, and well, I won't bring it up again, too, is that humidity we're living in called water in the air we don't see. That breath of, of life has to be, uh, all of us need to know that when we're taking this, learning how to be, uh, you've got on here, ma- uh, mind mastery. Mm-hmm. Is, an, is, is an unconditioned state of mind that is free from attachment, ignorance, and delusion. It's a person who develops mind mastery is a person composed, disciplined, and compassionate. Such a person has a power over the consciousness and unconscious behavior and is no longer controlled by instincts, habits, or conditions. In other words, your emotions. That was very well said, by the way. And Thank you. Uh, I, I really... That's a Nobel Prize right there. Thank you. <laughs> but back to, uh, or I should say Pulitzer. But anyway, uh, back to the uh, way you said that. It is so true, audience, that what she said is what you want to be. And if you want to be a person who wants to understand the breath awareness of who you are, and make you a person that you want to get to know. Did you follow me, Heidi, on that? Yes. There we go. I think that it's sometimes we all want to be good and we strive to be good and we're trying so hard. All of us, everyone is trying to be good and make the right decisions. The problem is throughout our life we have been conditioned by our environment, by our families, by our upbringing. And well, we've culture. been vulnerable to emotions. Absolutely. And, and so we have developed conditioning that sometimes works against us. So even though our intentions are to be good and and to live you know and and be socially aware our our habits that we've developed our unconscious habits are working against us. So breath awareness is a technique where you spend every day working for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe even an hour, you're you're tapping into these habits that you've developed and you're actually dissolving them. So unless you dissolve the root cause now, of a problem. Now, let's go back to that word you chose to sentence, yeah. dissolve, dissolve. Um, which a person, as you just said, needs to take, and, and let's back up for a moment, too, on the word, uh, let's bring out another word called emotions. When you're mm-hmm. saying, Heidi, that people are want to be good, people want to be happy, People want to deal with the unknown because they're worried about what's unknown. But yet you're saying that the emotions that we have along with what we do not want or want, we need to learn to maybe dissolve them through the mind mastery of what you just said, the breath awareness. Right. And and how that works, it's very simple. It's a very simple concept. So when you're sitting watching your breath, you're not changing your breath, you're just watching what's happening, things will happen in your body. For example, you'll feel restless, you'll feel bored, you'll feel depressed. And instead of getting up and sort of running away from these feelings, practicing breath awareness allows you to observe what's going on, all these uncomfortable sensations, and not react. So you're developing an ability to not react, 
to those uncomfortable, painful sensations that we, we have in us. And if you can stop and watch the sensations through watching them, you're actually dissolving those uncomfortable sensations. And once you've filled with more comfortable sensations, there's no need to react. So, if, for example, if you have a habit of smoking, instead of taking the cigarette and smoking and sort of enjoying whatever you, you get from smoking, you sit and you go through that uncomfortable feeling, all those cravings and, and distress and stress inside your body, you're watching this quietly, by watching it, it dissolves, and when these cravings dissolve, also your desire for these drugs dissolves. So by going to the root cause of your unhealthy habits and observing them, by observing them, they slowly go away. So then when you don't have them, you're free, and you actually have changed your habits. In other words, dissolve bad habits and you're freer, and you can live a healthier life and make healthier choices. Right. In fact, there's something there that uh, I've studied uh, in my research of dehydration, body water loss uh, and water loss in the soil or whatever it may be in life. There's a rhythm that we all need to pick up, and when you were talking, the first thing that came to my mind is Earth is on a rhythm because of the rhythm in the solar system it has with the other partnerships that it has with other planets in the solar system. We as people on the earth are being tugged and pulled, Heidi. And dehydration is a word that people never really discussed very much through the years until mm-hmm. I popped up and came along in what I do and in the, in the medical field and in scientific research and more. And I've said, you know, each person is so individually unique and the rhythm against each one of us is there. But we need to learn to get to know our own rhythm. It's almost like going for a dance, but without moving. Uh, mm-hmm. Listening to the song with, uh, without with uh, pulling it into your own, like you said, breath awareness. Learning how to get to know who you are and the rhythm of how you handle your life and your 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 awareness of, of what's going on around you today more than ever in history, Heidi. Look at what people have and communications against them. Everybody's being tugged and pulled by something going on all around us. Right. If it's not traffic, if it's not uh, the television set, if it's not the radio on, if it's not the Internet, it's not our friends, population is growing, um, the climate changing that day, uh, knowing more that we have more allergies, more diseases than ever. Why isn't that strange to have more diseases than ever in history under all the knowledge that we've gained. Right. But if people yeah. would learn what you're teaching us, breath awareness is learning how to get to know who you are That's and right. don't worry about the next person. Uh, and let them, and, and you know, sometimes just respecting the fact that maybe they should be learning that too, or maybe they are, but not bringing up the subject. But if we just get time to get to know us uh, as an individual, and then we'd be like you just mentioned in your book, in the book that I, there that I read, that you get to learn to be more compassionate mm-hmm. with yourself, that you'll be more compassionate with others around you by understanding the breath out away from your body, that air, um, that breath uh, there that's available, um, that is allowed to us with freedom. How, where else in the world could you have more freedom than just what you're teaching us today? 
as learning right. your own individual breath awareness. That's for free. Yeah, it's free, and you discover the world inside you, which is so enormous. You don't really have to go places. You can actually take your journey within, and it's your your world, and you're living it, and you're inside yourself, and it's so important that you're aware of it and feel comfortable inside your body. And I guess with all the distractions today, there's more than ever before things pulling us out. It is almost absolutely necessary to turn within and spend some time during the day to get the balance. Otherwise, people and children especially will be prone to never knowing who they are and constantly feeling insecure and unhappy because they've lost touch with Well, Heidi, look at the anger. Look at the anger out there. Oh, yeah. A little tiny children angry. Angry. Uh, Mm. And and you look at the anger of people and and, and the disrespect of other people's lives. Yeah, it's sad. And, And that goes to show that you're right about... Uh, what people could learn if they're willing to get yeah. to know who they are. And if you get to know who you are and who I am myself, then all of a sudden when I get out of bed every morning, and earth brings darkness to uh, night for a reason, to take a breath, slow down, yeah. shut the, yeah. shut, cl- lay down, close your eyes, take a moment of meditation and sleep. And I've I've had people on here and we've learned talked about how do you learn to sleep. People shouldn't learn to say nature puts me to sleep. It's like you're saying nature provides us what you're just teaching us. And then nature teaches us we must learn how to sleep. We right. must learn how to eat. We must learn how to deal with the unknown. We must learn how to deal with life around us that we want or don't want. But that's what you're teaching us today. There's a breath there. And, and you were mentioning that we want to know ourselves. Now, one of our biggest problems is we have two parts of the brain. One is our thinking part, and in that, we think we know ourselves. We sort of imagine ourselves. We talk about ourselves. And this side of the brain is a sort of a fantasy about ourselves. So it's mm-hmm. not knowing ourselves. It's mm-hmm. just thinking we know ourselves. Breath awareness brings us to the sensation of breath. It's actually feeling the touch of breath, which takes you out of that thinking part of the brain Mm -hmm. and allows you to spend some time with the sensation of breath, with the sensation of your body, which is not thinking. So while you're doing breath awareness, you're actually feeling yourself. You're not thinking about the breath. You're feeling it. And if you can spend some time feeling yourself, you actually get to know who you are at a very deep level. Yeah, I'm going to bring something up that's very common out there today among everybody's challenges is people who want to intimidate you because you do not agree with them. And Heidi, I don't know when you started studying this, what's your reason for studying it, but people have a tendency today because they're so intimidated and so vulnerable, they want you to agree with them. Misery wants company or company wants company, right? right. <laughs> so what you're teaching is stop and take a moment. Don't come to conclusions of what is happening at the moment. If a person wants to be um, selfish, self-concerned, um, uh, intimidating, come out with the words that they're going to try to control you with 
their intimidations or their power play or bullying, we'll say. Look at the word, what's happening out there with bullying. Oh, yeah. So if we learned as individuals to be an example, to look at that whole situation as, as a, a breath of awareness, don't come to conclusions. Just don't even think about it other than the fact, well, I guess this is happening, but I, I, I am aware of where I'm coming from. I'm not going to be concerned about where they're coming from because that's their breath. I've got my own breath right. here. And you follow your own nature and what's best for you and your breath and let them have their own breath that that's the type of people they're going to be. Right. Now, this is what's happening in our lives that's made people so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. We're so vulnerable to people trying to uh, intimidate us. With uh, Breath awareness can really help develop a a resistance to bullying, and how it does that is, again, if you spend time every day feeling your sensations but not reacting to them, then you'll notice during the day when someone says a rude comment to you or puts you down or tries to bully you, instead of reacting like you normally would, this is a habit of reacting and defending yourself, instead you turn your attention inside yourself for that split second it's happening, notice the sensations in your body. Your stomach might be tightening up. Your, you might be sweating. You might be shaking. And again, as soon as you turn your attention to the reactions inside your body, your, those reactions start to dissolve, and you can't react the same way to this person abusing you. So the power is within us not to react. And this is... Um, an attention problem, uh, an awareness problem, rather than an environmental and social problem. It's you know, children will trigger buttons, and you'll react in a certain way. But if if you are aware of those triggers and aware of your sensations, you won't be reacting. So the, our power lies in not reacting to the abuse that people put on us. You know, one time years ago, and we don't have much time, and I knew I'd want you on longer today, and we'll do it again. But um, you know, I was watching um, some children learn karate, and I asked a karate instructor, I said, "Where did this come from?" And original art of karate, and they said, "From the beginning, went way back in time, in Japan, they took all the weapons away from everybody, the dictators, and they didn't have anything to protect themselves." But they learned to, to use their mind. Wow. And great. they learned that if you use your mind with what is against you, you will come out ahead if you've learned how to be patient and calm with yourself. Not yes. worry about that. Don't even try with the other person. Just with yourself. Yeah. Well, we only have a half a minute left. How would you like to leave our audience today? And I want to have you back on. Okay, well, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. And if anyone wants to know the technique of breath awareness, my book is available online anywhere. You can find Calm, Focus, Joy. And and if anyone has any questions, please email me on my website. You can ask questions. um, And thank you. Well, thank (laughs) Thank you you so much. And I love your country. No, thank you. Canada is just beautiful. And by the way, you have a lot of water up there. (laughs) but we're we're not very aware of what we're doing to it so i cross my fingers i hope okay well our prayers are with you you thank you for joining us today you have a nice day your cause is wonderful keep it up that's a wonderful cause you have 
Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with Just a Mist. Did you know your eyes are the surface 99% water? Did you know it needs a supplement no different than drinking the water, having proper food, your nutrition of supplementing the eyes with all-natural tissue culture gray water? We'll be right back in a moment, and we'll have Allie Einstein from England on with us. We'll have our sponsor, and we'll be right back. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Allie, are you with us? I'm with you. Tell me hi. Well, I am so excited to have you on, and I was reading your... Um, now, let me tell the audience what I was reading here. Uh, Allie uh, Einstein, Lady Allie, is a radio and TV journalist with 15 years of on-air experience. You're based in London, you're seasoned professional, and that you have all the latest news of royalty, uh, uh, the royal family, and plus some celebrity gossip and breaking news. But you also have been known to be, uh, can be your bouncing British babe. <laughs> I have, yes. You're a bouncing British babe. Now, what is a brown, bouncing British babe, Ellie? Well, I think a bouncing British babe is, is somebody who can, who can be British and look at the British from an outsider's view and, and, and give you all the news and information that you need to know about how to be British and, and really be upbeat because there's a lot of, a lot of sort of downbeatness in this country where we see a bit of negativity. So being a bouncing British baby is all about being positive, about getting living, not getting dying and about making sure that you create your own, your own focus and your own reality and take control of your life in a very positive way. I think it's kind of bringing the American American dream progression, and that's what I like today. Okay. Now, uh, because we're uh, uh, here uh, coming so far away on the radio here, if we can slow down us a little bit, because I'm having a little technical uh, sometimes because you're talking a, a little quickly for us. So if you can just kind of slow down, and then I can hear more because we are so far away, and I think we're having a little technical problem there. That's the problem. There you go. Because I'm really excited about this. Now, your the subject is get living or get dying, and I, I can hardly wait for you to tell us what you're thinking. Well, I think I think a lot of people 
Um, and certainly this is what we've noticed over here or what I've noticed over here in the UK, is that, you know, people in their 20s, people in their 30s, people in their 40s and 50s, there seems to be, everybody seems to be going through a mid-decade crisis. And, and I think a lot of people just kind of give up. They think, well, you know, I've got the job or I've, you know, I am where I am. I'm going to accept second best. And I'm not the sort of person that does that. And I think I've been through enough in my life as a journalist and having witnessed the things that I've had the honour to witness, be they positive or negative, and also through my own life experience because I grew up in Australia um, oh. on a farm and I've worked in, in Hong Kong and um, covered wars in Baghdad and now I live in the UK. And I think it's really important that, you know, you grab life by the horns because you only get one go at this. Right. Life, and I think no matter what I say to people, because I do do a lot of life coaching with people, mm-hmm. is that if you're unhappy with your life, then the only person that can change that is you. That is and right. It, you are right. If you're in your twenties, if you're in your thirties, if you're in your teens, and you feel your life is not going the way you want, then stop hiding under the duvet. Duvet days are great every now and then. However. If you are not having, stop having duvet days, get out there, write a list. And if you only do one thing from that list every month, then you can at least tick it off. So I'm kind of, I kind of feel that people should have a bucket list for the week, a bucket list for the month, and a bucket list for the year. And therefore, you can, you can really set your goals. And I think I've learned that through my life. And I've, you know, I make you know, bones, no bones about it. I've made mistakes in my life. And, you know, I've, I, I have at times had, you know, a very long duvet week. But at the same time, I've learned from that. And because I've been a journalist, I think, well, hang on a minute. There are so many other people out there that are going through worse things than I am. Why can't well, I know, do more? Allie, Allie, so I take inspiration from other people. Ali, what is, you know, life is beginning to take a step at a time. And we've, we, we shouldn't expect so much. And, and you're right about that. You're right. Um, that uh, what is age if you're willing to want to live your life? In fact, our, our um, we just had up in Canada uh, Heidi Thompson, who's the author of Calm, Focus, Joy, and it's uh, the breath of awareness, not learning how to breathe in and breathe out through the mouth and the nose. She was saying how you were just saying that you're within your own breath of life, inside of you, in your mind, in your own awareness. It comes from you. That was your gift. That belongs to you. And if you happen to make an obstacle, maybe we call those mistakes, uh, if you happen to make an obstacle that you have to solve, well, that makes life more exciting for each person. How do you solve them? And if you solve them, that is like winning the gold medal at the Olympics. I I, I totally agree. And I think that a lot of people... You know, there is a tendency when you suffer from things like depression, and yeah, I, I will freely admit that I've suffered from depression, and I've needed therapy for that. But you know what? The hardest step was admitting I suffered from depression and getting that help. And the moment that you do that, then you release the power within you. And I think that's what I like to give to a lot of people when I talk to them and when I meet them, is as a journalist, you get the opportunity to be able to help a lot of people. And I say to people, if you do one thing in a day that makes you feel better, even if it's just getting up and putting on some mascara, then tomorrow you put on some lipstick and the Mm -hmm. next day 
perhaps you put on a bit of rouge, mm-hmm. and the next day you put on a nice dress. So that's my message is that you've really got to look at yourself and say, hey, these are my faults. These are my good points. How am I going to make myself better? And even if it's just that little process of putting on some mascara, then go, go forth and conquer that way. And then you set your bigger goals because mm-hmm. life is about challenges. You're not, you know, it's not, any, it's not easy living. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you want to leave a mark on this planet, and I believe everybody should, has the power within them to leave something on this planet that they will be remembered for. You well, know, you know the other one, too. how I do in my life. You know, Ali, our show is The Power of Water. And the one thing we have to always realize is that when we're drinking eight to ten glasses of water a day, that's putting that life in you, living water, and and getting yourself to live with that life inside of you. And people are always so surprised that if they don't feel good that moment and go have a nice glass of fresh, safe water, how much better they feel and then having it ever so often during the day. And there must have been nature's plan on making water such an important living uh, organism of life, the water, so that if people feel like they're uptight and and they, and they people are saying, we were just talking uh, with our earlier guest about bullying, people who are getting bullied today. I mm. think people are getting bullied more than ever in history. I've had my case <laughs> cases. I know you've had, other people have, and they're talking about children being bullied all over the world and trying to be made vulnerable to another human being or people's lives that they want to intimidate them by bullying them. And uh, people are uh, confused because they want to be accepted, but you're saying, too, if you're going to live your life... It's your gift. It belongs to you. And don't be selfish, but you can be selfish about yourself. You don't have to be selfish with another human being, but you can be selfish for yourself of, of getting out of it what you want that's very exciting and, and, and fair, yes, but get that breath of awareness of life within each person like the rhythm of Earth living in the solar system. That, that's absolutely right, and I'm a huge proponent of, I mean, I drink at least two liters of water a day. Good and, for you. And, and when I started doing that, um, it gave me, I think, a sense of power and achievement, and, and, and I think it's about, you know, cleansing yourself within, and then saying to yourself, this is what I want to achieve, and, and, and you know, I'm very big on this, and I'm very big on, you know, setting yourself personal goals, and this is what I, I teach my daughter, who is only two, and that's what I want her to achieve, to be able to do those sorts of things. And all the people around me, I would say to them, start making your list, start, you know, cleansing your life, start mm-hmm. looking at what you want to do and achieve. And when it comes to bullying, we're seeing massive amounts of bullying in the UK itself. In oh, Britain all over the world. The world. All over the world, and and the fact is that children, well, Allie, yeah, and parents, stop and... it's okay to bully. That's wrong. Well, Allie, it even goes as far as uh, because we have such a communication, thanks to all of you journalists. But even what's going on in Syria today? What are those enemy doing to these innocent people? They're trying to scare mm. them to death, and you can. It's called a bully them to death. And what's happening out there in the world with dictators of the world, or? People who do not have availability to the freedoms that you and I and others might have, they'll bully you to death. And people have even, that's the freedom we all have from the beginning of time, is learning how to, in your own mind, live your life in your mind about what you believe 
is what you want to get out of your life, no matter if it's the worst condition, even if you're a POW in a prisoner camp, you have the ability to survive if your mind works with the vision that you like your life. And did you follow me I, just then, what I said? <laughs> uh, no, I agree. I, I, agree. I, mean, you know, in front of me. I think that, you know, it, to me, even if you're, I mean, if you're, if you're living on the street if you're, um, and you haven't got a home, you can still have things around you. You can still have, you know, let's just say you can still have your, your, uh, your blanket. So that becomes your center. And then from that, you can build and build and build and build and build. So exactly. people need, I think it's also important that people need to get into patterns and rhythms. And people like to have, if you like some sort of like boundaries and they like to have some sort of pattern within their life. And I think that's really important. And I think if that pattern is about setting goals and it's about every day saying, this is what I'm going to achieve and you can tick that list off at the end of the day, then you go to bed knowing that you've done something that is good, something that will benefit you or, in fact, benefit the world. And, and you know, I think over, over here particularly what is causing me a great deal of concern is, you know, the Twitter bullies, you know, the Internet trolls, the people that just sit at home with nothing better to do than to bully people. I say to those people, you are so gutless. You can't, you know, if you have to live your life through bullying, then really you need to reassess who you are because the people out there that can put up with the bullies, and, I'm, and as you say, you, you, you have to put up with bullies, I have to put up with bullies, and the sooner you stand up to them, the, sooner, the better your life will be because at least you've achieved that goal. And for me, that's very important, and I, don't, you know, I think it's really important that we all try to set these goals for ourselves during each day. And if we see somebody being bullied, if we to step in and say, no, stop, because you're not, you're not it's just, yeah, because it is unacceptable. What this is about today, you said to get living or get dying. The person who learns how to take the bully, the person who's trying to intimidate them, the person who's trying to take away their life for their purposes, Ooh. for their own selfish purposes, the person has, each person has to learn that within yourself, this belongs to me, to you. You know, at the end of my show every day, I always say this, Allie, at the very end of the show, and I probably people think, oh, my gosh, here she goes again, but I do it. I always say at the end of the show, em- embrace your life every single moment and somebody else's too. By that I mean, please, let somebody else be respected to everyone, have respect for everyone. You're living your life, but let them respect, you let them be respected. Then you won't be affected by where they're coming from. You'll have your life to embrace. But at the end of the show, at the end of that, I say, but, but never say goodbye. And Ellie, the reason I say that is because if you say goodbye, you might be so selfish and not leave something very special behind. No, I, I agree. And I think that's very important. As, as an ethos to begin and end each day, because I think that everybody needs to be able to take something from each other. And, and, and if you can, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very big on giving to people in, insofar as even if it's a kind word, even if you say, you know, you're welcome to somebody. But shock, I mean, I do that all the time in the UK. It's not something that's done very regularly because people aren't like that in Britain. But when I do it, the response is amazing. People smile. People think, oh, my gosh, she said 
you know, have a nice day. Well, and, 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 and you say it in a way that means have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. And, don't, and, and then, you know. Not a robot. And then even, no, and then also, and even when you, yeah. when, when you try to deal with the bully, if you see somebody being bullied or, or, or you know, I will go up to someone and say, but I really don't think that behavior is appropriate. You know, could you think about what you're doing to that person? And I do it right. quite regularly because you know, I have to be nosy um, as a journalist. And then, but I, but I try to keep, and this is the most important thing, and this is what confuses everybody, is if you keep your tone just neutral and nice like this and just say it in a non-aggressive way, that mm-hmm. shocks people. It throws, it throws the bully off. And yeah. then you finish with, it, you know, you have a nice day and, and walk away. And then if you've helped somebody or, if, you know, even if it's somebody pushing in the line in front of another person at the supermarket, you can do that. And you know, taking uh, that power. Allie, you and I, for some strange coincidence, got off on this uh, by getting to live and not wanting to die. But uh, this uh, person I had on the show prior to you, there was this one thing that was said in her book, and follow me, and it's so important that you could hear it in the audience. I'll hear it again. A person who develops mind mastery is composed, disciplined, compassionate. Such a person has power over their consciousness and unconscious behavior and no longer is no longer controlled by instincts, habit, or conditioning. And that's just exactly what you just said. That's what she said in her book. And, 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 I, and, I, and I, I would add one thing to that. If, if, if you can show empathy to people... That's right. And if you... Then you... That is one of the greatest gifts I think I could give to my daughter... I think I could give to anybody that I, that I interview because empathy is such a now, powerful thing. Now, let's go back and, and empathy means you're considering, you're stopping to take time and respect the fact that you're, you don't know them. You don't want to say to them, you live your life for me, but you're looking them with compassion and calmness, like, I don't know where you're coming from, but I'll take time to think about it and show some compassion and empathy about that's them but that doesn't mean it has to be you right exactly and i think i think i think i've learned that because i because as a journalist and yes right you do get thrown into interviewing so many different people i do do oh, yeah. deal with real life now some of those issues and some of the, the, the stories that i will deal with i may have very strong views about but i can't allow that to affect the story the person is telling me because right. that person is revealing something very intimate to me. And so that is where I've gained that view of, mm-hmm. you know, feeling powerful and feeling that I can show empathy and feeling that if you show empathy, people will... And you will stay calm. You, you will stay calm and respect the fact that that's their outlook but doesn't mean you're being influenced or vulnerable to... They're, what they're saying. That's where that awareness comes of getting to know who you are. And you probably learned that with the classes you've taught and the things you've learned is we all have to learn that everybody has a different outlook. I learned long ago, Allie, that, you know, I used the Mona Lisa. I'll never forget the first time I saw the Mona Lisa in Paris. 
And I'm looking at this Mona Lisa, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is a famous painting. And whereas, what is it that makes it famous? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but, but it's a life, everybody has a different outlook on what they think is valuable, what they think is important. But we've got to be able to realize at the same time, this is our life and what we think is important to us. We're going to respect ourselves, but respect the fact that they, we don't agree, but we're all going to get along. We're all going to go along, exactly. even if we don't agree. Now, you had today, you wanted to discuss some of the, some of the royal um, things that are going on and some of the celebrities. Uh, you told my program person, did you want to tell us something that's happening? Well, I think, I mean, we've just celebrated the Queen's Diamond Jubilee. Yes, you did. How gorgeous. She's been, she's been on the throne for 60 years. And I think for the first time, we've seen Britain come together and be great. For a very long time, in the last decade, the, sense, the word Great Britain hasn't meant much to many people. But over the last week, with the celebration of, of the Golden Jubilee, we've learned a lot from the Queen. Um, and I think, I think that's something that can be taken globally, because she has dedicated herself um, to serving her country for over 60 years on the throne. She ascended the throne at a very young age when her father died suddenly, and, and yet she has remained that one cornerstone of, of, you know, that is Great Britain. And I think that, you know, we've learned a great deal. And, and it was wonderful to see the young world out, to see um, Prince William and his new bride, Kate, out, shining with Harry as well. And they were all having a great time. And, and, and for the first time, I think everybody thought the royal family finally got it together and they all had a lovely time. Kate was flirting outrageously with Harry um, on um, the balcony at Buckingham Palace because Prince William has to stand next to the Queen. And, and I think it was a fun time for the for the entire country. We love that. Um, Prince Philip, unfortunately, is, is quite poorly. And Prince Philip is, is of course, the Queen's um, husband. He's, he was taken to hospital during the Jubilee. Um, he's now been released from hospital, but he, he is still too ill to, to travel with her, which is a shame because, I mean, she... We only have a minute left, and you've got the Olympics coming. So in that minute, no, we'll when, tell the world... When, the, I bet everybody's when, excited about the Olympics. We are very excited about the Olympics. We're particularly excited about having um, the Americans come join us because, I mean, obviously, you guys are going to set the standard, um, and um, we want to do very well against you. But I think... Coming to England, you'll see a different England. You'll see a new and fresher England, and it's an England that is very, very excited about, about Britain, about hosting the Olympics. We've got some wonderful events planned. The opening ceremony promises to be beautiful. But I think you'll see the world. Oh, how exciting. I bet the world is can hardly wait. And uh, I know the Olympics are, we'll talk about get living and, and the challenges of taking the obstacles and challenging them to win. You're going to be watching that all over uh, England with this Olympics coming on. Well, Allie, I want to thank you for joining us. You give that little girl a hug. Of I yours, And I t- tell her, she probably won't understand it, that you talked to a woman this morning who said all children are perfect. Now, when she gets old enough, you can say that. I've met a lady who thinks all children are perfect, and they 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 think it's not it's nice that somebody thinks they're perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, she is, and her name is Stella Blue. So, oh, well, Allie, thank you for joining us. And she's very well behaved. So, and and, oh. and she likes she likes listening to the radio. So, so thank you very much. Well, thank you, and let's do this again show. someday. I really enjoy uh, every moment of this. You have a nice day, and you be well. You, you have a good day, too. Tally-ho. Tally-ho. Bye. 
Well, I enjoyed both of the guests, Heidi Thompson, uh, talking about breath of awareness. And then, would you believe, Hallie, uh, Allie Einstein and I were talking. Here she is, a journalist, and she's had her own. She's been a no end of. T- she's been a TV journalist and a radio and and a writer. And here we're talking about the same thing about grabbing onto your life and hanging on. It's your life. And you know, the thing about I've said it at the end of every show, embrace your life. But when you go to do it, take a breath and enjoy the fact it belongs to you. And, and then, then embrace the fact that you won't always agree with somebody else, but don't let them intimidate you. This is your life. And then don't say goodbye. Never say goodbye. It belongs to you. So leave something behind because it is your life. And it will give somebody else a chance to understand the breath and the rhythm of all life on this earth. I want to thank you for listening. You have a nice day, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.